coming to you from Boise, Idaho, the fastest growing city in the U.S. and recognized as one of the most creative and vibrant cities to live in. This is a special edition of Enhancing the Human Experience, a World of Creativity, a series of unique interviews with successful people from around the globe, how they get inspired, where their ideas come from, and how they apply creativity in their business and personal lives. Now, here's your host, Mark Phillips, along with special guest interviewer, Mark Stinson. Welcome back to this session where we're talking with Sophia about her special project. And yeah, Mark, we just wanted to, to know? yeah, we just had a terrific uh, interview with uh, Sophia and another colleague uh, in Delhi, uh, Marie Drew. So, um, but we wanted to continue. I, I was fascinated, uh, Sophia, by sort of the organization, the cause and the purpose of, of your new firm, Totin, uh, ESR. And uh, the fact that it, you know, sort of has a social basis. Uh, but I wanted to understand more how it was organized and, and how it's working for you. Uh, I know it's a couple of years, you know, in the making. And so just give us a little update on the company, the organization, and some of the things that you're doing. Yes, thank you so much, Mark, for, your, for being so supportive and for your interest in, in the project. So right now, the project is only in France. I've started working on it two years ago. And actually, uh, the idea came up as an epiphany uh, because, um, you know, Mark, I've been working as a chief operating officer in a small company. As a manager, I've been working also in big companies. And something simple that I could see was about in France so far. I will ask for your help when I give you more insights about the U.S. market. I think sure. you're okay. <laughs> of course. Um, in France, there is a lot of wastage, uh, waste with the money's company. Meaning that uh, all of a sudden, all people working, well, all, a lot of people working in companies, even with either small or big, uh, they have this thing with the money of the company that it's not their own and they do not pay a, a lot of attention of the way they spend it. Meaning that it can start with small things like, uh, for example, catering fees, uh, cab fees, transportation fees, printing fees, uh, all type of small fees. I call those aunt fees, like very small fees in, in the day of a normal company. But at the end of the year, it's huge. It's a huge amount of money that is wasted. I say that, that it, it is wasted because most of the time, this money is not like use is not, um, how can I say that, like properly used for the productivity of the company. Yes. And the idea for me was to create an ecosystem, something where people get to be more citizen, more responsible about this money, which is a resource at the end of the day. And this in a win-win relation, meaning that something is simple, how it works, it's an online platform and people in, within the company, even one person like a freelance can do it alone. The idea is to have like challenges 
uh, around economies, uh, around savings, meaning, okay, this week I'm going to pay more attention about how I spend the money of my business, uh, meaning that I'm going to take the subway instead of taking the cab, for example. And I'm going to do that all this month, and I'm going to see how much money I'm going to save. So maybe, well, in one case, I can speak about the, the company, uh, you know this company. Yes, yes, of course. Yes. So the team, the French team of France, they have used the process, and they have saved, uh, well, I think, uh, they have saved 600 euros at the end of a couple of months. Like doing the, those very small savings, and with those savings, what they they did is that all of the savings are for the team, for the company, meaning that it can uh, it can be used for the internal productivity investment or for some needs of the team, and the other all of the money, meaning three hundred are to be given to a non-profit organization that people, the team is choosing. And is in this case, uh, they have chosen uh, a non-profit organization in which one of the employees used to be uh, helping. So it makes people happy about doing those savings. It is useful for the company and it is useful for the territory where the company is because it will support like a project that will improve the social climate of the territory. Yeah, that that's what I found. And, and of course, I was trying to do my best to translate it uh, to understand how, you know, the operations of it. But this idea that, you know, you would feel more ownership in the company's savings um, but not just for the profit's sake, but that also for a social cause or a nonprofit contribution, um, that it, it really served both both causes, both needs. Mm-hmm. Yes, because at the end of the day, companies and society are linked. So if your company is in a territory where there is a lot of issues, it, it won't serve you. It won't serve the business either. And the same fact is people working in company, they are citizens too. And they do, uh, sometimes you can find out that a lot of colleagues of yours are either helping nonprofit or can also be, uh, ben- uh beneficiaries. Does this make sense? Uh, like mm-hmm. they have been helped by nonprofit. Uh, I mean, for example, if you have a colleague, uh, that had cancer, and it turns out that a non-profit association uh, helped him through the process, and you haven't heard of it. And the, the, the point is also to humanize, to make more human uh, the, the, the money in the company and the, the link between people in, in the company. Also, yes. there is a lot of CSR policies, um, and the thing is that CSR is not about charity at all. Uh, CSR is really about creating a balanced um, ecosystem between companies, 
territories, people, citizens. You see that, well, we have been working in market research, and you see that people are more and more conscious about what they're consuming, what they're doing, what they look for, about the values and the chain of values. And I think the next step that is about how in companies, people will also be more... Uh, will also be more waiting for being active within the, the company, how it works and how it impacts the work. I'm, I'm no, not sure. I, I, I agree. Sure I agree with you. <laughs> Was it? Yeah, no, I, I agree. So the the whole project is about that, and yes, I've started two years ago, and this year it's starting to. Uh, I've launched the first version of the platform, which is a beta beta version, and I'm very glad because I'm now part of. Uh, I have a um, since March. I'm part of a program called Women Act. From the association called Empower, uh, which is about women in business, in social business especially. And since September, I'm in a startup, social startup program to, to make CSR work. That's terrific. Wow. And, and I think uh, the reason I was intrigued by it, and I think uh, other people would would be interested, is you're right, this this concept of CSR, corporate social responsibility, is on so many you know people's minds. And uh, there are surveys, uh, both in the States and internationally, about uh, people want to work with a company that has a higher purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just not serving the shareholders, but they're also serving the community. But, but it's a very soft, you know, do, what's the purpose of the company? But you're helping to operationalize it by creating this platform that says if you do save some money, but we can also then donate, uh, whether that's for clean water or for, you know, uh, helping the homeless or for, you know, training new workers uh, in new technology, something, something that has a broader impact. Um, and so you've taken something uh, from the concept and making a real, you know, like I said, operational platform. And that's what I found really intriguing. I, and I hope you're getting some traction with it. I do hope so. Actually, my my most important value in this project is to make uh, this this conception of CSR. We have a lot of this in a lot of articles on LinkedIn, in the press, but the reality is that, for example, with France, only 15% of people are involved, are actually involved in CSR policies within their companies. And like 40% of people, they have heard of it, they find it cool, but they have no idea of how it works and how they can commit to that and how, yeah, how it can come in their daily life and how it impacts their work. So the idea with Tontin CSR, CSR is to make it, to empower people about this topic especially, and also to allow small companies to have their own uh, CSR product, because so far, uh, CSR is only a topic for big, huge companies. 
that's, but at that's the end of the point. day, most of the companies, and I think it's the same in the US, most of the companies are small ones, are under 10 people, for example, uh, and well, under 50 employees. I mean. So the, the point for the, the important part for me is to allow everyone to be part of this effort and part of this kind of revolution, which is CSR. And also commitment is, is very emotional, as you know. So if you just tell people, okay, our company is giving that much money to this association, they don't feel they're really part of it because they don't have any emotional link to this commitment. But if you allow them, make them responsible about the money, uh, which is in management a very hard topic to probe because it's very like father-children topic. You must save money, you know, it's like something people don't like. It's like children, children, when you tell them to save money on tabs and on printing and paper and on coffee. But if you yes. let them take the power of that and help them to serve something, a commitment they, they are very emotionally emotionally linked to, you can make sure that they will much more motivated. Uh, it's it's very exciting. And so, uh, tell tell our listeners uh, where they can go to find more information about uh, your company and maybe read more about what you're working on. Uh, so far, everything is on French <laughs> on okay. the website, but I do hope it will be seen in English. But if you connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Sophia Laragri. Uh, you will be. A, uh, I'm, I'll be happy to answer any question, and uh, I can send you a English version of the presentation, which I will send you right away, Mark, as soon as. <laughs> we That's do. great, and and we'll put that with the uh, notes with the podcast. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. Well, for it's just been great today. talking with you, and uh, let's don't wait so long to, to speak again. <laughs> so we'll talk again soon, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Sophia, again for joining us. Uh, we do appreciate it. Thank you. I thank you very much, and I'll, I'll be at your disposal if you need anything, if I can help you with the uh, project. I, I, I'll be very happy to help as well. Well, that sounds great. great. We'll look forward to getting your uh, your links and your uh, your presentation. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so All right. much. Take care. We'll talk again soon, I hope. Yes, I do hope so. Thanks for listening to this special edition of Enhancing the Human Experience, A World of Creativity with Mark Phillips. If you liked this episode and want to know more, Check out gmarkphillips.com and please leave us a review on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.